Ready? <laughs> oh, I'm ready, Shelby. Hey, book lovers. Welcome to another exciting episode of Miss Willa's Book Club. I'm Shelby. And I'm Jenna. We're your hosts, and we're excited to be here with you today discussing our favorite thing, books. Whether you're a fan of magical fantasy realms or a hopeless romantic, we have the perfect book recommendations for you. So grab your bookmarks and get cozy, because each episode we'll be discussing viral books on BookTok and Bookstagram. And don't forget that drink of the episode. (laughs) Ready? Oh, I'm ready, Shelby. (laughs) (laughs) Makes me laugh every time I hear that. Every single time. I know, I love it. We were literally trashed when we were recording our intro and outro. Yes. Quite drunk. Quite drunk. I know. That was a fun episode, though. Yep. And Ledge. If you've read Ledge and you haven't listened to that episode yet, I think that's like the most unhinged one that we have. I think so, too. Even though... Listening back, it wasn't as crazy as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> but I know how drunk we were, and so I know <laughs> what I thought yeah, it sounded like. For real. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, do you guys like our backdrop? If you're watching us on YouTube, we are in the mountains. We are. We're out in Jefferson, Colorado. It's pretty beautiful out here. Yeah. We've been watching a really nice sunset and decided that we could do a little mini episode as long yeah. as we're enjoying the views. I love it. And we have our fun new blankets with us. Fall themed. Fall themed. We were, what well, we were originally going to do, <laughs> poor communication on both of our yeah. ends. Um, there's something going on around on TikTok where you like swap fabrics. And so you guys like have like the same blanket with your bestie mm-hmm. so it's like the bestie like you each blanket. pick out one fabric and so one side is from person one and the other side is from person two right. and then both blankets end up identical well i didn't get them <laughs> yeah. so i have my blanket is double-sided of the same color uh-huh. and shelby's is matching because she planned them yeah because i planned it because i was like oh we're just gonna make blankets together and so i just i was like oh this is fun mine have little pumpkins on it <laughs> Yeah, well, mine have little, like, fall floral looking know, stuff. Cute. Yeah. Our, both of ours are so soft. Too. Yeah, it's keeping me warm on yeah. this chilly fall night. I know, it is It is really chilly out. Mm-hmm. And it got, like, really chilly really fast. Yeah, it it's did. like, as soon as that sun went away. I know, it really did. <laughs> Drop, like, 20 degrees. I know, yeah, it absolutely did. All right, well, um, we thought we'd come on here and do a really fun episode on, uh, like, some of our tropes and the books that we love to go along with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I feel like especially... In, I mean, not just in the fantasy world, but like fantasy and romance, I feel like those two genres have so many tropes that are, it's like even when you read a book that's the same trope, you still love it just as much. It's like you almost love it even more than you did the first time because there's a little bit of that expectation that it's coming. I know this is going to happen. I know. Kind of like enemies to lovers. I Like, I'm sure oh, yes. some people complain that that's overdone, but yeah. I still eat that shit up. I do, too. I love an enemies to lovers plot. I do, too. Like a true enemies to lovers, though, not like a, a office co-workers to lovers. Yeah, not rivals. Well, I mean, rivals to lovers is fine. Yeah. But I mean, like true enemies. True. Yes. Yes. I love it. So what is your favorite trope? Is it enemies to lovers? Oh, God, I don't know that I could give a single favorite trope. No. <laughs> I mean, I do like an enemies to lover trope. I feel like there's a lot of, like, little tropes that I enjoy, too. But, yeah, I guess I guess enemies to lovers is probably up in the top, too. I love a one-bed trope. That's another, oh, yeah, I love another that one really one. up there. Yeah. That is what I was going to say, too. I think one of my favorite is, like, 
you you arrive at the inn and you've got one bed and I just think it's so fun. I squeal like every time I hear it and I think my absolute favorite book with that is Akatar. Mm, yeah. Oh, that was such a good one. I feel like that was the first one that I had also read that was like that. And so now every time I'm like... Does Akatar oh. has a one bed trope? Yeah, when Feyre and Rhysand end up at the inn and there's only one bed. And that's the first time he, like, goes down on her. Oh, I did not remember that. <laughs> I thought that was from Blood and Ash that has that scene. Really? Um, for, well, okay. I know from Blood and Ash they also has it, do. I guess. But I, for some reason, I don't remember <laughs> that scene in yeah. Akatar. It's like, the well, I mean, we are going to be doing a reread soon. Where, where was... I, I think, guess maybe I don't want to do spoilers, so maybe I won't. Oh, yeah. Won't it. it is. It's not Akatar. It's, I think it's Akamath. Oh, Huh. Yeah. Huh, okay. But it's okay. like the first time that they are like actually intimate and mm. he like goes down on her. He's like, I don't need the pleasure. Oh yeah. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> wow. That's been a long, it's been years since I've read yeah. it to be fair. We're going to, we're going to start a reread soon. So, know, so I'm sure I'll be remembered. <laughs> yeah. From blood and ash is always the one that I think of when I think of the one bad trope because, yeah. uh, Cass is so like, Oh, you need help falling asleep. I know what I can do to help you fall asleep. <laughs> so, it was so good. So that's always the one bad trope that I think I really think of. Yeah. But um, speaking of enemies to lovers too, like we were yeah. saying before, another one you haven't read yet, I don't think, but um, is one of my favorite enemies to lovers plots is Bridge Kingdom. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, you've probably heard about that one too. I've I think it's it. like Danielle Jensen maybe yeah. is the author. Um, And so it's first a duology following the same couple and then... Um, the inadequate air and the endless war, I think, are like, mm -hmm. it's think like the second duology in the same. Wondering where the dogs are. Yeah. Oh, Dixie. Frankie. Oh, Dixie. Frankie's right at my feet. Oh, she is. Okay. Sweet. Oh, Dixie. There she is. Good, Good girl. Um, yes. But yeah, so the, the Bridge Bridge Kingdom is like multiple duologies, Ooh. but like set in the same world. So it's like the same. I don't know. I don't want to say the same plot. It's like the same s struggles and um, yeah. kingdoms and stuff, but it's like following different couples. Oh, that's pretty so cool. So there's like two books on each of the couples so far. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Isn't that kind of what like uh, Amber Palmer is doing too? <laughs> well, I don't think she hasn't, she hasn't formally said that it's coming out yet, but I'm hoping, <laughs> I'm hoping that, that she's going to come out with another yeah. one set in the same world. But so that's a, a really good, like true enemies to lovers plot, okay. I think is, um, is Birch Kingdom. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Um, I also kind of felt like, did you think From Blood and Ash was kind of enemies to lovers too? Yeah. I think there is a certain amount of it in From Blood and Ash. Definitely. Mm -hmm. I, I think there is. I love it. And mm -hmm. then another one that we've covered on the podcast is also The Serpent in the Wings of Night. Mm. And that one I loved too. I loved that enemies to lovers. Yeah. Well, and I think another one that, or another trope that is kind of, uh, in Serpent in the Wings of the Night, too, is the, uh, like, misunderstood villain. Oh, yeah. That's a trope I really like, mm -hmm. too. And you definitely get it in Serpent in the Wings of the Night. Absolutely. And I feel like I had some we other We also ones. had that one in the book that we literally just covered, Assistant to the Villain. Yeah, that it's definitely like a has a misunderstood villain. Mm -hmm. And I would say Shatter Me, too, actually. Uh, oh, yeah. Absolutely. I think Shatter Me is another misunderstood villain. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that one. What other ones did I have? have? You haven't read River of Shadows, have you? No, I haven't read that one. I That one gave me some of the Misunderstood Villain vibes, too. And so did Fourth Wing. Oh, yeah. Fourth Wing, for sure. And I cannot wait to see what happens in Iron Flame with that Misunderstood Villain. You want to know something that I saw on TikTok about Iron Flame? Hmm. So, somebody, it was like, 
a hilarious video of she was like sobbing and she was like when it's when they're already in love and there's only it's the first book in the five and I was like wait a second I know I'm like no is this gonna be another like oh we'll just see. kidding yeah we'll see oh my heart will absolutely be broken because I love Zayden and Violet together I know but I feel like Dane was the first love interest we've already kind of gotten past that yeah I know but I mean, I hope so. I we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. What are some What are some other tropes that you like? Um, some other tropes that I really like. Um, when it's done really well, is grumpy sunshine, mm. which from Blood and Ash, I feel like is totally that. Do you? Who do I you do. feel like is the? Do you think that Poppy is sunshine? No, I. You think, think that Kieran. Cass is sun? Oh, Kieran is sunshine. I think Kieran is sunshine, and I think and Cass is grumpy. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that is really cute to say that, like not as the main love couple, right. but like in a different relationship. Of oh my gosh, well, so it's funny you say that because then I feel like um, Juliet and Kenji give grumpy sunshine. Oh my also gosh, absolutely from Shatter Me. Yeah. Because Kenji is not the love interest either, but like, <laughs> but it's totally like, but does that. give he gives the sunshine <laughs> yes. to Juliet's. We are grumpy. Kenji stands. We are a Kenji stan account here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we love Kenji. Oh my oh, gosh, that's fun. Oh man, um, another trope that I know that you love is found family. I do like found family. That that is one I definitely really really like a lot. Yeah, I feel like one. Fourth Wing had really great found family yeah. fourth wing me. had a great one um Akatar has a really good found family mm-hmm. i love the bat boys mm-hmm. <laughs> i think that's yes. so awesome yeah that is a classic i feel like that one is like luckily in a lot of books and i and i always really enjoy that me too because it's like um like it, you're able to kind of like choose who you want to love and mm-hmm. choose who you want to be like as your family mm-hmm. and so to me that is just like so special because sometimes like that found family like really is like better than you could ever imagine mm-hmm. like like you and me like <laughs> um, cheers I would cheers, but my drink is empty <laughs> oh should have refilled before we started I should have refilled but I didn't even think about it I'm That's also okay. really excited I think I'm gonna heat up some cider after this and put yeah in or whiskey actually I really like your idea of the whiskey well, yeah I think you could heat up the cider and put whiskey in like a dash of cinnamon or cinnamon sugar or oh something God, and I think it'd be really amazing. good cinnamon so i also have i mean i have so many more tropes that i'm excited to talk about i love it another one that i'm feeling right now because it's cooling off right now oh is yes. body warmth for survival oh my gosh i, I love, love that trope. <laughs> most recently we had that in ledge oh and i went gosh. absolutely feral for yes. that well and then you also said that it was in um was it ice planet barbarians yes it was an ice planet barbarians oh my god gosh like you were talking about the cave scene yes and so there's there's definitely been a couple of the like body worms or first survival oh but I couldn't I think of the other ones off the top of my head so if you have any suggestions for books with the body warmth for survival trope please dm me those because that is like one of my favorite situations I love it oh my gosh I love that one that is yes. so fun I also love <laughs> Drunk Confessions of Attraction. Oh my gosh. Again, insistent to the, assistant to the villain that we just talked about. Yeah, Is we that? got some of that there. We also got that, I think, in Kingdom of the Wicked. Oh, oh, I, mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yes. There's I like a certain one. scene under a certain influence <laughs> that I think we got that. Um, so fun. <laughs> there's also, I'm like trying to remember, there's a another one that we read recently mm-hmm. that, oh, this is going to kill me now. 
that what? it might have been ledge actually where they're in um they're like in a bar and she's had a hard day and she like kind of throws herself at him and he turns her down because oh it was ledge was that ledge that was ledge and yes she like kisses him and he is like no i'm not going to take advantage of you ledge so that was ledge but yeah. like the drunk confessions <laughs> of attraction i was thinking oh, that's cute yes. i think a darker shade of magic kind of has that mm-hmm. too it's not not a heavy romance book but it, it has but a little, bit, has of a little bit of that i know and, i liked it in assistant to the villain too uh-huh. that was really fun yeah oh my gosh i love that one i also um one that we've talked about recently on the podcast is where you have like um <clears throat> there's like one seat left and mm. so you have to sit on their lap from divine rivals divine rivals have that and <laughs> so does the love hypothesis oh heck yeah has the like oh well there's no other seats except for on my lap oh i guess you'll just have to sit on and, my lap and it always starts with them like <laughs> sitting really stiff and they're like oh no this can't be comfortable and then they're like melt into them and they're like, like actually wait, i deserve to be comfortable too yeah <laughs> i'm doing this because of safety reasons i'm not doing this because it feels good Okay, so yet another trope <laughs> that I really enjoy is the like woken up from a nightmare and then like getting soothed by the mm. potential love interest. Mm-hmm. I think everybody probably remembers the one in Akamath. Oh. That's that's like a classic one mm. for sure. Yep. But also for maybe some of my millennials, The Hunger Games. Did you ever read The Hunger Games? I didn't. I I've, I've seen the movies, but I haven't I haven't read the books. And well, so they're even remember the nightmare scene yeah i think it's like maybe in the second book and there's there's definitely a like woken up from the nightmare kind of scene in that one um also in the third book of shattered me yep there that was definitely in shattered me yep oh i love that from blood and ash i think also has some of Mm -hmm. that there's like definitely waking up from nightmares there yep Um, and then i don't think you've read either have you read the maddest obsession nope that's like a I think it was like a mafia romance, maybe. Oh, interesting. But that one definitely had had it too. And um, I think of Darkness and Fire might have had one like in the oh, second cool. book, maybe. Yes. And that is like, I'm going to be reading that one soon. Yeah. Sure. I think I feel like maybe it was in the second book, but yeah. Oh, I love it. But yes, because that one, there's some, some history why she wakes up oh my from that gosh. one. Oh, So that's it. But that's a good one too. That the is, the Woken Up from a Nightmare is another oh, yeah. favorite trope of mine. Well, I love that especially because like when you are in that like state of vulnerability and then you have somebody that can like be there and comfort you. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's why we had such a switch in Akatar is because of the nightmares. Mm-hmm. And so I loved, I love, love, love that trope. So something that... I think it's really fun that has been like becoming more popular. I think because of Akatar is the wingspan. <laughs> yeah, discussion about wingspan for sure. Which is so funny. I've also seen so many like TikToks about like Barnes and Noble where they have like the wingspan puzzle like right behind like where Akatar is all staged. Yes. I think that is just so funny. Yeah, I do think that's funny because in general, like there's not a ton of books that I feel like have wings in them yeah but with the wings I also love the like flying with her scenes like flying with her like cradled in your arms or whatever (laughs) and like obviously you get that in Akatar and I think you maybe get that in Crescent City too I don't I feel like Hunt must do that yeah I think you do get it in Crescent City you also get it in Ledge that's what I was gonna say you get it in Ledge and um you also get it in Serpent on the Wings of Night yeah oh yes I love it and the first one yep uh-huh. Ah, I love it. Yeah. So, so <laughs> that's definitely one of my Yes, favorites. I love, love, love that one too. That's another good one. Oh my gosh. What are some tropes that you really, really don't like? Um, I'm, I feel like these go together. I'm not yeah. a fan of the breeding tropes oh, or like the pregnancy. pregnancy. 
but uh, I feel like those are like two like kind of different ones too. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I'm not really like super into that. So I feel like no, a lot of the Omega Verse stuff that's kind of um, I feel like a lot of those are kind of like breeding tropish. Oh, I'm really? not super into that. Oh yeah, I don't love it either. I feel like honestly, it can kind of like ruin it for me. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm also not a big fan of the miscommunication trope. I know oh, like yeah. sometimes it can be okay, I guess, yeah. but I'm not. Not always a big fan of the miscommunication trope either. One that I literally hate is the young marriage or like purity Ooh. culture. Yeah, Ugh. I don't like that either. Yeah, we see that in a couple of books we've read recently. And it's just like, it it really just seems like you're like rushing to do it. And it just doesn't, that. Ugh, I don't like it at all. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I'm not a fan of that one either. Not a fan. I do also like... Um, reluctant allies oh yes I think that's always a fun one of like they're not actually you know they're like not exactly enemies but maybe kind of enemies but they like have to team them up because they have a common goal and we kind of have that in kingdom of the wicked yes and (laughs) um you haven't read what lies beyond the veil right nope I haven't but I I, that book also has the like reluctant allies which oh I love it oh my gosh oh my gosh we haven't even talked about who did this to you oh my gosh how do oh my no, we have classic. That is such a classic. Yeah, that's a classic too. I feel like that's I, in so many books we don't even <laughs> list them, but I mean, I know I actually just had a TikTok on that where it was like when he find when the enemy finally goes, "Who did this to you?" Mm. and the most like uh the most um what's it called? The series that comes to mind first is Throne of Glass. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Hundred <laughs> percent. That's the first one that I think of too. Yeah, definitely. That because that's a good scene. That's a sad scene. That's yeah. a good scene. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> that's such also, a good one. Also, like another. I don't. Yeah, I don't really know if it's like a trope, but mm-hmm. like a situation. I love a book where the like male main character, like male love interest, washes her hair. Oh my gosh. There's I just something that. so intimate about. Mm-hmm the washing of the hair like without it being sexual and it's usually like a there's been a really traumatic event and they're like covered in blood or something and they like I don't know oh washes them they're showering together and washing the hair that is one of my literally f- like favorite things ever every single time I'm like oh my gosh because not only are you washing her hair you're like really taking care of her you're yeah. putting her needs first you know she's gonna love it mm, yep that's one of my favorites yep. for sure yep and I think that one happens <laughs> I'm pretty sure that happens in the Hades series, the one that, that starts with like Seventh Circle that you have had downloaded for a while. Yes. I'm pretty sure that that happens there. Ooh. I know it happens somewhere in Broken Bonds. I feel like it's North maybe, but I feel like in Broken Bonds, there's right. some washing of something. Well, and then we also just talked about it recently too. And I'm like, what book were we literally just talking about this with? I don't Probably remember. of Darkness and Fire. I think it's in that oh, yeah? too. I'm pretty oh. sure it's in that too. And um, every also- episode, I get more and more excited to read this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Also, um, a soul to keep. Didn't that one have it in there too? Like, I think he like literally washes all of her body, but including her hair. Oh, I forgot about that. But um, I think you're. I think it happens right. in that one too. Ooh. Oh my gosh. And I, I, I felt like I remembered it happening in What Lies Beyond the Veil, but it's been a while since I read yeah. that one, so I, I put that one with a question mark. <laughs> with a question mark. That's really funny. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Man, what else do I got on here? <laughs> forced proximity are you a fan of Ooh, that one uh-huh are we also classifying that as like a forced marriage or is that going to be different i feel like forced proximity and forced marriage are kind of different but okay. i would take them together if you have are there Ooh. books that you've liked that have had one of those yes um 
I recently read a book that has like a forced marriage in it and it's the uh, For the Love of the Gods mm. by Rory Scott and mm-hmm. I loved, loved, loved that forced marriage. Forced yeah. proximity, I really also love that too. Yeah. <laughs> well, it made me think of um, Does It Hurt? Do you remember by H.D. Carlton? Yes. That's a one that I thought was like definitely forced proximity. That's a really great one for forced proximity too. Like you're literally like basically trapped on an island with this person. And also Credence. (laughs) Which is funny because we are right now in the mountains of Colorado. (laughs) Mom, don't read that book. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, mom, don't read. Please don't read that book. Actually, no, my mom would probably like it. But if you read it, don't tell me about it, please. (laughs) I think that is like... One of the spiciest books I've ever read. And also probably one of the most taboo books I've ever read. Oh, yeah. Absolutely same. Yep. (laughs) A lot of incest going on there. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they're not actually related, but it is weird. The brothers are. Yeah, but they don't do anything with each other. Okay. Okay, you got me there. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm not saying it's not weird. Like, there's the one scene. There's the one scene in the living room where they're like both present, even if they're not interacting, and that's a little weird. Mm -hmm. It's a little weird. Yes, absolutely. Oh, which reminds me, what do you think of the trope? And I, the first thing I think of is Salacious Players Club, where she like dates the dad. (laughs) Oh yeah, and then and oh, birthday girl. Have you read that yet? I was literally thinking of birthday girl as well. Yep, like when you like date the dad, get back at the boyfriend, but then you actually like the dad better. Yes. <laughs> Birthday Girl is one of the first ones that I think of. Also, did you read Sugar Daddies? No. <laughs> I like, can't even say that name with a straight I face. I that book. <laughs> but, I'll um, cut that out. That, that book also gave me kind of, I don't know, similar. I think that's maybe just age gap. That's yes. probably a better way to put that is age gap. Okay. I do like a good age gap, though. Do you like like a fae age gap of like 500 to 18 or do you like do you like an age gap of like early 20s to like 40s okay the second one because honestly with the fae age gap I don't even ever consider it that way it's kind of like Edward from Twilight when he's like how long have you been 17? <laughs> a long time. Yeah, how, many, how long have you been 17? Like a hundred and something years. <laughs> and so to me, like they are 17 or they are 19 or whatever. So I'm like, it, I don't even think twice about it. Yeah. But apparently people have issues with that. Well, you do kind of think of like Vampire Diaries when you like yes. watch that one. Yeah. But I mean, they have been around for like over a hundred years. And then they're like so interested in this little like high schooler. I'm like, that so is kind of gross. Yeah, I just try not to think about I it. Know. I just I try, try to enjoy. I agree. I, I try not to think about it too. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, Vampire Diaries. We have so many good things from there. I know. <laughs> I'm like trying to think if there's any other tropes that. Ooh, why choose? Oh yes, I feel like I've got a lot of why why choose. That's like almost a whole subgenre though. I don't even know yeah. that I call that like a trope <laughs> as much as a subgenre. Do you have some favorite why chooses? Broken Bonds, for sure. Broken Bonds is, I think, I, one of the best. It was done so well. I know that you didn't really like... No. Um, you already know what I'm going to say. I already say. know exactly <laughs> what you're going to say. I know you um, didn't like Ruthless Boys, but I like that. I also... I it's actually, not that I... Okay, but it's not like I didn't like it. It's just that there wasn't enough plot to keep me as interested. I think you stopped at exactly the wrong point, unfortunately. Like, I feel I like couldn't it was like, keep going with I, it. I know. I, I feel like if you had gotten like 50 pages further, you would have all of a sudden then gotten in the thick of it. But it's fine. Well, that's unfortunate. But I actually even think that I might like Darkmoor Penitentiary a little bit better than yeah, I liked. Yeah, so um, give it another try or give that a try. You could, yeah. But I mean, it depends on if you like 
their writing. Like, not everybody likes Zodiac Academy. It is a yeah. very certain style of, like, it's kind <laughs> yeah. of funny and it's, I don't know. For me, it doesn't necessarily take itself super seriously, no, even though yeah. it's like it's got cool plot and they've got really unique ideas. And I, I like the characters and I like the um, love interests. But yeah. um, I mean, it's still their writing. It's still the yes. Twisted Sisters writing. So you have to like that. But I, mean, I, I liked, love Zodiac Academy, though. Yeah. Minus, minus the last, the last one. Yeah. <laughs> but I really like Darkmoor Penitentiary because okay. I like Rosalie. So that's she's oh, yes. the main main mm-hmm. female character in that. I and I just like, like her. Yeah. And she was fun in the other ones, too. Yeah. yeah. So that's another Why Choose I liked. I also really liked the Haiti series. I just brought up that one, too. The Seventh Circle. Yep. Um, So that's a good one. I'm excited to read that one. That one is downloaded on my Kindle. Yep. Um, (laughs) Technically, I would say that Give Me More is sort of... So that's Uh also part of the Salacious Players Club by Sarah Kate. We love Salacious Players Club. Yes. If you guys haven't read Praise... Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That was, like, my first pure smut book that I absolutely demolished. I love that book. And it's funny because, so I, I read it first. You did. And I was like, hi honey, you have to read this. <laughs> and then I read it in like a day. I know. I was shocked because you finished it before I did. <laughs> I was like halfway through, I was like, you need to read this right now. And you downloaded it and you were like. And I finished it before you did, even though you had started first. Yes. Yeah. I was like. Damn, don't spoil anything for me. Yeah, that was a good, that's, but just praise isn't um, why choose, but specifically give me more is why choose. And yes. That's a good one too. Give me more, which is, yes. Oh my God. I love Salacious Players Club so much. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what other why chooses I've read. Um, I tried, um, was it like the, what is it? It was supposed, it was marketed as like a, a why choose Akatar inspiration. It's like the veil of, something oh interesting but I didn't, didn't I don't know like that it. I was as blown away by it as yeah. and I think most people felt that way it wasn't as blown away as how it was marketed mm-hmm. but now I feel like I need to make a, a why choose bucket on <laughs> this too I was like oh, are you gonna make that like a goodreads yeah I know I was just telling Shelby earlier I've been starting to try and categorize my books into like you know how people do unhinged spotify playlists my intent is that I can have basically unhinged Goodreads folders. <laughs> That's so funny. And why did you start doing these folders? Oh, I feel like people always ask for recommendations, but it's people from different areas of your life. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, my coworker asks for a recommendation or my mom asks for a recommendation. Like, I'm not going to be like, go, hey, mom, go read Credence. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and so there's, there's like different types of books you have to show to different people. Yeah. And so, yeah, so I finally decided I needed to start splitting some, some things up into like book categories that people would like. Um, <laughs> got me all freaked out now. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. I just thought I heard Gunner growling, and I was like, "I thought what? I heard that for two when you said that. That's why I okay. got freaked out." No, I. Th- yeah, uh, yeah that's fine. fine. Um, um, yes, lots of people asking for different types of book recs, though. So yeah. I finally started to make my own unhinged Goodreads shelves. I love it. That's so. Good. But yeah, I think I need to add a white choose. I think so too, because I think a lot of people are interested in that. But there's a lot of people who like. Would not really don't like, like that. that. Which yeah. okay, I'm honestly so glad that I gave it, gave that like, trope more of a chance because yeah. I didn't love um, the the ruthless boys. And that was the first one you had read as a right. Choose, and right? so I was like, uh, I don't know. But then I lo- I devoured Broken Bonds. That's so well done of a why choose. So I think well done. I loved yeah. it so much. Yeah, I so really good. like that one. <sighs> I think the most fun thing about Why Choose is 
Like you get, because every character, every one of the partners has like such a different personality. They all bring really different things to the relationship. And so it's like, maybe there's one partner that's like really protective and there's one partner that's really like sweet and caring in an emotional way. And there's one partner that's like pushing the main character to better themselves physically, like, like, you know, like taking them on runs and doing whatever. Or like, I feel like there's always different pieces that you get from different partners. Mm -hmm. Like that is really cool to see like their life being filled like fulfilled and more holistically like that. I love that because I mean, you just have so many different people in your life that mm-hmm. can fulfill so many different things. And so, yeah. I the asked. Swiss cheese theory. I was literally just going <laughs> to ask you to like describe that. <laughs> yes. There's a, I love the Swiss cheese theory. <laughs> there's a, I will say an unnamed person in my life who, um, who described like life and relationships to me as like Swiss cheese and that different people fill different holes of your life and so it's like maybe friends like a certain friend brings a different thing to your life and your partner brings a different thing to your life and it's like everybody has different things that they're doing to meet your needs holistically and Mm -hmm. so plugging all the holes of the Swiss cheese yeah I love it so much it's so true it's so true well, I hope that you found some good book recommendations from here oh, yeah. based on some of the tropes that you like. But we'd also love to hear, one, if you have any recommendations for some of the books that we just talked, or some of the tropes we just talked about and books that go with them. Or if you want more recommendations based <laughs> on certain tropes, let us know because yes. we've got plenty. Or if you have recommendations on some of the tropes we've talked about, let us know. Leave it in our comments and our DMs. We like literally love this book community so much. Mm-hmm. I've added so many books to my TBR and I it's just going to continue to grow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. I love it too. Well, thank you guys. Thanks. Hope you enjoyed our sunset view. Yes. <laughs> I, which is now like now dark. completely dark, which is <laughs> yeah. totally fine. But if you want to see a good sunset, go catch us on YouTube. Yep. I love it. Awesome. Thanks guys. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us on Miss Willow's Book Club Podcast. Check us out on Instagram and TikTok at Miss Willow's Book Club Pod for our upcoming reads. Keep, Keep it, it spicy, book lovers!